strong, empowered, authentic. What's up, Ginger Nation? This is Tosh. This is Darren, and you are listening to the Authentic Ginger Podcast. What's up, Ginger Nation? My name is Darren. And I'm Tosh. Welcome to the Authentic Ginger Podcast. Here's the topic we're going to today is... So what is it about people not wanting to have a redhead baby? Or, or do they want to have a redhead baby? And if they do or don't, why? Like, why is this even a topic? But first, I wanted to kind of get us started with one quote that I read that just kind of creeps me out a bit. So here it is. I can't get over the ugh feeling of the light skin and freckles. I'm a natural blonde and my husband's a brunette. With both my pregnancies, I was asked if I was worried about the possibility of my child having red hair. <sighs> I've never heard or seen anybody say, gosh, I'm worried about having a blonde baby. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I hope I have a brunette baby. Like what the hell's going on? So before we get into this, I have this kind of a personal story I wanted to share with you and the audience. And yes, Authentic Ginger, I started in 2018. The podcast, you and I both started in November but I have to be honest with you, and I'm going to be honest to the, to the, to the listening public here. When I was, uh, I wasn't pregnant with my first baby, but obviously my, my first wife was. Um, I remember very, very clearly in the, in the uh, delivery room. And as I was, you know, doing my duties as a, uh, as a father, new father, uh, at a fairly young age, so I, was, I was 23, I'm not afraid to admit that. I remember when Michael was just being born. That's my son. And I remember somebody saying, oh my God, he has red hair. <laughs> and I had this feeling in my stomach. I'm. This is no word of a lie. There was a pit that came into my stomach and I had no idea why. And I said, I remember saying to, to um, the delivery, what do you call them? Delivery people. Are you sure he has red hair? Huh. Like, are you sure he has red hair? And Here's the thing. Like I have blonde hair, you know that. My uh my ex-wife is, you know, you know, chestnut color. I mean, it's dark, dark. And at that time at 23, I have no idea what a fucking gene is. No, you're not worried about that. No. Yeah, I'm not thinking about it. But but there was something in me that said, "What whose baby is this?" I asked, "Are you sure this is mine?" <laughs> and I was really dead serious because I thought the only way for me to have a redhead baby was A there had to have been a redhead male to produce this. <laughs> I had no idea about the gene at that time, the MC1R gene. And I was really distraught for days, like to the point where I was, I don't know if the word is, it, it wasn't sad, it wasn't mad, but it was, I have to say it was kind of disappointing. And and I think I was disappointed because A, I didn't know anything about the the culture of red hair, but B, it just didn't feel like it was mine. He was mine because I suspected at that age, I'm thinking to myself, the baby's going to have either brown hair or blonde hair because that's just what I had. I sort of understand what it means or what it would feel like if someone doesn't want to have a redhead baby, which to me is absolutely ludicrous. Let's just put that out there right now. What are your take? What is your take on this? I mean, can you can you understand my point of view at a 23-year-old age, Darren, and, and, and having this? Or am I just a complete idiot? No, you're an idiot. Did she? <laughs> Is that why you guys are no longer married? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Let's I, not get into that one. <laughs> I am. Uh, I, I I can see. I can see your point, especially being 23. Like you're just a baby. 
yourself having babies, I can see assuming you're going to have a blonde, you're going to have a brunette, but that kind of makes me wonder the opposite. So, and I'm going to ask my husband when I see him tonight, when he gets home from work, because he like your ex-wife, very dark Brown. I have red hair and our oldest was born a blonde is still a blonde. So I wonder if he, if that made him question, what's the difference between it being your son being born red and my daughter being born blonde when neither one of you have that hair color. Yeah. So uh, that, that is, that is interesting, but there is proof that babies are born looking like their fathers so that fathers can have an easier time connecting with their kids. So facial wise, he must've looked like you. 100% 100% just with red hair. I, I, I kind of go back to feeling that feeling of what it what it felt like at the time. And now in a different context because of, of this company and then the three daughters that I had all have red hair. So every single one of my kids has red hair. And then obviously to find out that it had to have been myself mm-hmm. uh, who has the gene. And, and ultimately with, with Sheva, my, my wife now, um, she obviously carries a gene too, because all we we were just pumping out redhead kids left, right, and center. Yeah. So yeah. there's 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 no way we would have a blonde or a, certainly probably a, a brunette uh, in our lifetime. <laughs> yeah, and if anything, like a, a strawberry blonde or a dark auburn, which I think you have one of both, right? So, uh, and then you've yes. got a fire engine red in the middle. So that's it. Yeah, yeah that's it's it. Uh, it is quite interesting, but I almost wonder if that feeling that you feel now, when thinking back on that, is almost more guilt now that you know better. whoever's quote you just read, I was like waiting for you to then follow up with that person saying, and then I had two beautiful redheads and I wouldn't change anything for the world. No, no, this was an actual quote. Yeah. It's disturbing as a, as a ginger mom, what are you thinking? And I'm sure it's positive, but what are you thinking that same day? They do. Does that actually cross your mind? Uh, Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It did. I was disappointed that she didn't have red hair. Isn't that something? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, and I, I would have obviously loved her either way. I was super pumped to, to finally just have her because, you know, when you're pregnant, it feels like you're pregnant for freaking ever. Right. But you have these like these ideas in your head of what your baby's going to look like. And mm-hmm. I think because Jason's got brown hair and because I'm a redhead, I didn't expect blonde either. Right. Um, but when she was when she was first born, like the baby tufts of hair, she like in the in the light, you'd see a lot of ginge in her blonde. Now yep. you don't. That's gone. Now she's more of a dirty blonde and she'll eventually go brunette, but is my guess. But she has everything else that's redhead. Like she's a hard carrier of the gene for sure. I would not be surprised if she has redheads herself. Like she's she's got my skin. She's got, you know, like um she's got a high pain tolerance. She's very sensitive to the changes in temperature. Like she she is a redhead with blonde hair. Exactly. Which 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 spawns in the, the next question when your second was born and you knew that she had red hair or could you tell from the start right from the start yeah she came out fire yeah okay so you knew that so 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 then does anything else cross your mind at that point like all of the other things about growing up a redhead exactly <laughs> i don't think so because i am a no. redhead so it makes it easier but when you and i uh before we started to do the podcast on this today i i text my mom because she's a brunette yep. and she raised two redheads and i said to her like is there anything you would have liked to have known prior to having gingers and were we like do you think that we were different to raise than someone else's kids were different to raise (laughs) she was like no there was such a difference between you and your brother that was enough (laughs) (laughs) because you guys are so different from each other and you're both redheads that uh i don't think she thought of the other things but i did not until like we like you really got me into like thinking about the fact that i'm a redhead whatever 
I knew we had a higher pain tolerance. I've always, I've always known that I had a a higher pain tolerance, but Mm -hmm. I didn't realize it was because I was a redhead. I think the first time I remember acknowledging that when I was 12, I fell off my bike and I broke my arm, like both bones and in the top part of your arm and your forearm, I got back on my bike and I rode my bike home. Hmm. And my mom was like, you know, and this is like early nineties. Right. And she's like, can you wiggle your fingers? Yep. She's like, you're fine. Then you're fine. You're and then get back on your bike. Yeah. Get, get back outside. So then I had to eat supper and I was still like, I don't, um, when I feel pain, I get nauseous. That's my way of feeling pain. Like I, I need to throw up. Right. And, and, um, so then she's like, okay, maybe you are really hurt really bad. So yeah. I went to the hospital. Sure enough, my arm was broken, but they only saw one of the breaks. So for like a month, I wore the wrong cast. Oh my God. No pain. No, no, Jeez. not at all. Um, and my brother too. I remember watching my brother spill a pot of boiling water on his leg and not even flinch. Good Lord. Yeah. You people are superhuman. It's weird. <laughs> at what point in our lives do we start to clue in about what we see in, in, in real life in, in, you know, just everyday culture where we start this, we start looking at people and we start deciding in our own brains, what they look like. And they, and you, you know, and basically are they hot, good looking, not so hot, ugly. At what point in our lifetime do you think we as humans start to figure this out? And, and I ask that because at what point does a mom or a dad who are having a new baby, who are not quite sure, maybe there's someone red in the family, and at what point do they start thinking to, my, to themselves, and it, I don't even know if this is true or not, but I'm wondering if this sparks anything in anybody listening. Like, do you start to think, oh my God, my red, if I have a redhead baby, it's going to be ugly. There's got to be people out there that maybe are not producing children because they know they're carriers of the gene mm. and, and they're just too afraid to, to have a, a ginger kid, which uh, to me blows my mind, especially now, because I feel like we're almost being put up on a pedestal now. Like I know ev- every ginger I see, I'm like, Oh, I want to love you. I want, yep. <laughs> I want yep. like, especially for younger kids. And I'm really, 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 you know, keeping my fingers crossed that that's going to be the new way. And I'm sure you're going to see it because you've got three girls and a boy. Life is so much different for a ginger boy than it is for a ginger girl. What's up, Ginger Nation? If you're looking for authentic ginger swag, go to www.authenticginger.com. Use code AGPODCAST for 20% off your next purchase. Yeah, it's funny because I read I read online here this morning again. In America, parents are overjoyed to find out that they've given birth to a flame-haired baby is what I read. Flame-haired. And they go on to say, just think of the Instagram pictures. And I get that. <laughs> In Ireland, though, there seems to be a really old-fashioned dislike for the world's rarest hair color. So that actually sparked something interesting in me because Ireland, is that's the most concentration of redheads. And one mm. would think if you're the most concentrated country of redheads you would just prop them right up to the top of the ceiling to the clouds and back yeah um and then it goes on to say that there there seems to be a bit of a, a gender bias as well where as red-haired girls seem to get off lighter than boys and that just goes to your point you know that that you know i guess i guess having a redhead baby uh or a baby boy you may start thinking of well geez you know is he ever gonna and this is real shit is he ever going to have a girlfriend? Is anyone ever going to like him? Because we've all seen pictures 
that people have manifested online that have that 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 ginger red flaming hair with the, all the freckles and they make these these people and I call them characters because I don't think they're real people but they make these people look the most awkward way they can possibly look that just makes it to our brains when we all see that oh well that person looks weird but you don't see that with brunettes and blondes right so somebody is out there creating content and has created content for a long time about the stigma of what a redhead boy and then into a man should look like but nowadays you know if you follow this podcast and you follow what we're doing in authentic ginger you'll find that most of the ginger men that we're talking to and tosh i know you can contest to this these guys are these guys are really good looking they're smoke shows smoke shows they are they really are (laughs) and so they've they've all taken that that uh that stigma that they've likely all had uh attached to them for years and said fuck it you know we're we're coming out of that shell and uh, and we're going to show you the, the fact that they ha- have to feel like they have to do that kind of pisses me off because it shouldn't be like that. But but that's what society has done. Having that like Joker or the funny best friend persona in movies is always played by the redhead. Like I, I immediately yep. think of I can't remember what his name was from the Sandlot, but the redhead boy from the Sandlot. Uh, yep. Like he was the big kid in the movie. Yep, yep. So he's the big kid. Plus he had red hair. Plus he had freckles. And he was the jokester in the movie. Yep. So like he had everything kind of like running against him. I know. And you're right. You nailed it. The, the, these redhead boys that they portray in these shows or anything in culture, they're always bigger. They're always yep. chubby. Yeah. I, I go to um, Goonies and I don't know if that kid was red, had a red hair, had red hair, but I feel like he had maybe strawberry. Yeah. You know, they made that character his character look like a complete idiot. Yep. It's it's society, it's people in society who for whatever reason thought let's put the awkward kid in the most awful role we could put him in that not only portrays him as awkward that will make everybody in society feel that wow, I better not have a kid like that. It makes you wonder was it done on purpose like or is it just subconsciously we're doing it, but also at the same time, these are ginger kids that are trying out for these roles, you know? So like you tried out for that role. So maybe you're more comfortable as the sidekick as well. Good point. So maybe subconsciously that's a lot of these redhead men feel like that's the only role they can get. Well, I would think too, in that, in that situation, um, in the industry, I'm assuming that that director is going to say, we're looking for a redhead chubby kid. Yeah. To play a really shitty role. Yet the most memorable role to me is that kid. You know, you you there there's things that people they make him say. People have identified with him. So so at the same time as it's really brutally awful, um, at the same time it kind of turns around to a positive that that's who you remember in that film. And in most films you remember that sidekick. Why wasn't Brad Pitt? cast as a redhead in 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 what is that movie that my wife loves so so amazingly and it's way back in the day when brad pitt first started legends of the fall yeah Yeah, that's the one why couldn't (laughs) that have been a redhead right like a nice sexy redhead like come on yeah they didn't do that like if you think about it i'm just like thinking back to conversations we've had with other guests especially the ones that like are in hollywood uh you see we talk about women who are not redheads getting cast as redheads dying their hair you don't i highly doubt you see roles that are like typecast for redheads yeah for men that we're gonna take brad pitt and dye his hair 
you know, like that's only <laughs> just starting. So like Jamie from Outlander, he's a blonde. But that's a Brad Pitt. That's- but he is a Brad Pitt. Exactly. He's a Brad Pitt. It's it's only within the last couple of years that we're really starting to see that. Archie from Riverdale, which was ridiculous. Like that guy did not look like a redhead. That was no. the dumbest thing they could have ever done. And yeah. I mean, that was the only reason I didn't give that show a chance because I was like, you guys look like idiots. Like you could have right. cast any redhead in that role. But instead you chose to pick a guy who does not even have a red skin tone and very fakely dye his hair red. Like that, that's ridiculous and sad. I but, I agree. Yeah. Um, but on the other side of that, you're putting you're putting a, a a guy in that role who I think perhaps they're saying we need, and this is where it goes bad, we need a good looking guy. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna put his hair red. Yeah. So if I'm a redhead kid and I don't know about like I at twenty three when I didn't know really what the gene was and what I was having and why I was having this this redhead baby, if I'm at that age, I'm gonna look at that archie character i'm gonna go huh that's cool maybe that guy's got a lead role like oh wow wow you know maybe i i could be that guy depending on which we look at it so i came across a blog um that uh that's called forever amber and i'm assuming that's her name um she's in the uk and one of her posts talks about you know the red main so she quotes uh the article is long so i, I took a few things out of it that i thought were kind of interesting she quotes, don't you just pray that your children should have, should you have them, are never cursed with this particular disfigurement. So she uses the word disfigurement. Now, she's not saying she didn't want to have redhead kids. This is a going into her past and what she feels and why other people would want to say this. Uh, she goes, lots of people do pray that is, and who who can blame them? You know, so, so it's kind of like what we're saying. So it's kind of like, I kind of get it. I, I, you know, a personal experience I had, you kind of understand why, not quite the same, but, but close. But anyway, she carries on and she starts to say, so she had heard comments toward her as a young child from her mother, such as, oh, don't worry, she might grow out of it, or it might turn blonde. So she herself has been asked, do you ever worry that your children might inherit, uh, inherit, inherit it, and, you know, red hair? And she goes, so her answer to this in, in her blog was, she was, you know, recapturing a story. She said, no, do you ever worry yours will inherit your complete lack of intellect, she says, (laughs) right? So, you know, so people understand it, but at the same time, it is real, it's there. Now, she continued on about this whole subject um, with, 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 with this quote, which I thought was really cool, that in order to avoid having a baby with red hair, you could first of all have genetic testing to determine whether you carry the mutant gene or not. If you do then presumably your way is clear. You don't breed. In other words, <laughs> fuck off and don't have kids if that's how you feel. It's true. If you want to if you want to read the whole story in the blog, again, uh, her, her blog name is, uh, let us see, what did I say it was? Foreveramber.co.uk, I think is what the, uh, the website is. But uh, for those of us, uh, for those of you who are listening, if you actually have a story or, or if you want to write something down for us and put it in our review, uh, that would be really fantastic because we'd like to know, you know, a have you heard about this before? Have you do you know somebody who who has said this and and perhaps any reasons why that might be? And that girl is right. She's right. Like if that's the way you're thinking, you shouldn't be procreating. As far as I'm concerned, there are some things that I'm going to bring up in this article that I read because uh, maybe you are finding us because you're a new ginger parent. Uh, so there are some things to quote unquote, watch out for when you're raising a ginge. So this is thanks to savvy mom.ca. 
like we talked about earlier, we feel pain differently. So uh, you may notice that, you know, your baby can hold on to something hot for a little bit longer than, than uh, your other child that doesn't have red hair can and stuff like that. We're not superhuman. Don't, <laughs> don't worry. Uh, if you, you poke are. us, we still bleed. Um, <laughs> we are more sensitive to temperature. And that is something that I, for sure, for sure, I cannot stand being cold. And I also cannot stand being overly hot. So there's like, I need like a happy medium in there. Uh, this one, I, I really quite enjoyed because it's so true. Uh, redheads are more susceptible to skin issues and not just like the fact that we sunburn easier. Um, it also is because um, even though we have a higher tolerance to pain, we tend to bruise easier. Um, yep. And we also uh, tend to get eczema easier yeah. than most other people. So that's something to, to keep in mind as well. The fact that everybody loves a ginger baby, they will be stopping you. They will want to touch your baby's hair. They will want to do things like that. So keep that in the back of your mind and don't let, I love this that she put in the article. Do not let people tell you that your ginger baby can't wear a certain color. That Ooh. gingers look good in every single color. Ooh. Put so, it on them. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah. put a post out last week on uh, on our Instagram, authentic ginger mm. uh, clothing, and I and I put it out there, and I, I uh, the the quote was, um, how did it go? Something to the effect of pink. You know. Yes, should, I remember that. Yeah. Should gingers ever wear pink? And whoa, I I was blasted. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I'm a, I I know the difference, but I wanted to put it out there to see if I could get anybody to talk about their experiences with uh, with the color pink and clothing. Mm -hmm. And you're right. There's, who said there was a fucking color difference? I never wore red hair. pink as a like, kid. I never ever wore pink as a kid because I was always, and I still don't because I don't like the color pink. But I still don't. I think because in my head. I think that redheads shouldn't be wearing pink, which I know is not true right. at all, at all. But I remember being told as a kid, you can't wear pink. You're never wearing pink. And I was like, oh, that's Yet, cool because I'm a tomboy and I don't want to wear pink anyway. But. Well, there, there you go. That's <laughs> But, but that, those two colors together are actually quite magical. They're contrasting colors. They look fantastic uh, together. They look amazing. <laughs> yeah. This is what I'm saying. Like, go grab your ginger baby, something pink. Yeah everything pink for heaven's sakes and just yeah. go with it. it it totally works don't ever my think redhead it. yeah my redhead wears pink it. all the time that's her Bingo. favorite color she's in it all the time and so it go. should be so okay right. i think i think that we've you know concluded today's show with uh some half decent information so the long <laughs> and short of it is don't be a jerk that's what that's all that's all yeah that's don't all. be a jerk you have been listening to the authentic ginger podcast Leave us a review. We'd love to hear it. Anything you have to say about this particular episode and any other episode. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again real soon. You've been listening to the Authentic Ginger Podcast. Become a part of the Ginger Nation by liking, subscribing, following, and leaving a review wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast was produced by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub Productions. Find her online at podcasthub.ca.